Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Who better to get us ready for the 2024 college softball season than Alex Starocco joining us weekly here on Locked On Sooners. Let's catch up with Alex next on Locked On Sooners. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome, Alex Starocco. This is the Alex Starocco Show. Joining us each week here on Locked On Sooners for the 2024 softball season. Alex had a fantastic year with the Sooners in 2023, helping them win a national title. Alex, how you doing? I'm well. How are you guys? It's been a it's been a long time since I've joined you guys, and a lot has happened since then. A lot has happened since then. You know, we spoke to you just after you transferred to Oklahoma, made that announcement official, and you spoke a lot about the the influence of Patty Gasso and just wanting to to play for her and play for a national title. So, my first question to you before we start talking twenty twenty four softball season and the national championship run is, how did it meet your expectations? You know, because you have this image of playing for somebody or playing at a university. And then you get there and you experience it. How did, how did that match up or did it match up? I mean, honestly, like coach Gasso and like playing with that team really just kind of blew my expectations out of the water. Um, You have these dreams and goals and you want to achieve them and you surround yourself with people who want to achieve them with you. But it's also about the process of achieving those goals. And I think that, um, it was really exciting to go through that process of learning more softball, which I never thought that I ever would. Um, and just enjoying the people that are around me, the locker room was so much fun. And the, the, the people on that team, um, like some of those girls will be like lifetime lifelong friends. So I'm, I'm really grateful for my own decision and like the ability to make that decision and, you know, how it's really helped me in the long run and in the game in in the community and just being around and being a part of Oklahoma Sooners. So. Was there anything that surprised you about becoming an Oklahoma Sooner along the way, something you weren't expecting? Um, I guess like I just didn't realize um, how detail oriented Coach Gasso and the staff and everything is. Um, obviously, like I've always been taught like details matter and softball is a game of inches and all sorts of those things. So I always believed in that. But I guess I never really knew. I feel like a lot of people really don't know the the details that OU like buys into in order to be so good um and so it's like little details like that really just make the winning easy which is hard to say i feel like for a lot of people and and um it's it's just another day at ou softball so i think like when it becomes a part of you and your daily routine of like okay who's next like who who are we who are we playing who are we beating next and i think um 
that is really exciting and like you don't realize you're buying into that or like really getting into that mentality until like after and like I reflect now and I'm like wow we were such on like hard working cruise control that it was like a lot of fun and it all happened so fast and then it's over and so um it all happened really really fast but that was a really big part of last season for me so you came in with a ton of experience you know, you threw a ton of innings at Michigan, obviously really, really good. So how did your game grow under Gasso and, and Jennifer Rocha and, and even JT, you know, Gasso, uh, I'm sure, you know, yeah, he gets a lot of you know credit for working with the hitters, but I'm sure he's got some input in your game and your preparation as well. Yeah. Um, I really didn't think that it would change a whole lot, but it really did. And in, in the fact of I went from throwing 200 innings my senior year at Michigan to just over 100 at OU, which one was a big part of why I came here. I wanted to have that staff, but also just learning the game in a very analytic way. Um, Coach Rocha, um, especially obviously within the bullpen and gearing up for season, really had to help me along with watching film and like buying into the way that she scouted and being able to um, game plan um, like within those um, scouts that we come up with. Um, And I think that a lot of people don't realize how much time and how much like effort goes into scouting um, at OU and watching film and um, things of that nature um, because I feel like it's, kind of a newer side of the game with how much film and data is out there. And I think that's really exciting and buying into like the science proof of softball. Um, And like JT really gets into that, which is so funny. Um, But when you have a whole staff that buys into it and then they are able to put the why we're doing things into um, our process, I think that really helps. Um, you know, softball in itself, but also you grow as um, a pitcher, a player, and those sorts of things. So I think that was a really big part of my game that grew the most was the fact that I had to really buy into like Coach Rocha's way of scout, but also learning how to scout on my own too. I think she really tested me and helped me grow in that aspect of being like, what do you think and what are you seeing? Because I feel like I analyze swings pretty well previously to OU but when you get behind and you're writing notes about every single every single player not even just in the lineup but their extra hitters who they're coming in for um pinch hits and stuff like that like there's so many levels to the greatness and I think that was something that I didn't expect but I loved learning in the process that speaks to the attention to detail and mm-hmm. how you go on the type of run that, that you and this program went on the, the winning streak, the back to back to back national championships, the, as I hear plank on the radio side, describe it. He likes to at times refer to you and the team as almost Beatles esque where the Sooners go. It's the crowds follow, right? Uh, little girls want to see and be a part of what this team is doing. So what was that like? The the championship expectations, uh, the if you want to call it a media circus at times that follows the team, just the attention. What was it like to be a part of? It was so cool. And I guess like I knew like OU was good and I knew kind of what I was getting myself into. I definitely did not expect the level as to which it was kind of happening because like you said, everywhere we went, 
our security was actually like security. Um, like the lines out the door of everything, everywhere we went almost felt like a home game because we broke the attendance records wherever. I mean, we opened up at Iowa state and I don't think I could see a single bleacher spot in the crowd. Um, and so when you experience that for the first time, I think that is like really cool, but it's just awesome too, because I was in, I've been in NCAA college softball for so long that I saw the evolution of it to pre COVID as well. Uh, my freshman year was 2019. So I was able to see like the evolution of like, this is awesome, but like, Oh my gosh, we're breaking records, but also we're breaking like every everyone's expectations truthfully because of just the era of greatness that this has been for Oklahoma and I think like I'm I'm so appreciative that I've gotten to be a part of it um let alone just be in the same I mean breath as it all so it is kind of overwhelming at, at first but you get used to it and I think um the staff and like the team does a really really good job of like kind of preparing you for those kinds of moments as well um kind of gearing up for for all of that I, like i remember um getting ready for preseason like this time last year and everyone's like oh, just wait till mark campbell just wait till mary nutter like just wait like this is awesome but just wait and then so like i just was like okay like cool like i'm trusting in you guys so i feel like what also helped too was like the experience of the team being in those kinds of environments and they're like i think they get excited to see the new players, freshmen transfers, having that kind of wide eye moment. And then they're like, okay, this is pretty cool. So um, it was just a lot of really cool moments all together. And, and, and you get used to it in some ways. And I feel like still at some point, like I'm not used to it, but like, it's so cool. Like I really am in awe just in the five years that I've been a part of college softball and seeing how much it's taken off. I think that's, that's, it, it makes me just so proud. Yeah, the, the sport has blown up over the last few years and and yeah, at Oklahoma, but also in a lot of places across the country, it's really growing and you're seeing the sport go to another level and the talent go to another level as well. We're going to talk about maybe some of the teams that could threaten Oklahoma's you know championship run, uh, threaten the streak maybe. Uh, we're going to talk about how to manage those expectations as well coming up here next after the break with Alex Taraco here on Locked On Sooners. Now is the time to get in on the action over at Game Time. It's a great app that lets you see exactly where you're going to be sitting in the arena, in the stadium, from your seat. You can see the picture right on the app. It's also got the lowest prices and the best last-minute deals available on Game Time. I'm looking right now at Oklahoma City Thunder tickets. You can get in over the next few weeks for as low as $3 on the Game Time app. You want to go see the Thunder play the Wizards? The you know the really, really good NBA contending Oklahoma City Thunder $3. You want to see him play the Kings? $8. I'm looking at like the highest, you know, the, the best option, you know, go see the heat $18. You, you can get in for really low prices right now to go see the Oklahoma city thunder. So go download the game time app, wherever you get your apps, use promo code locked on 20 for $20 off your first purchase. Or Hey, if you're looking for a ticket to the big game, use code Vegas 100 for $100 off a purchase to a ticket to the big game. That's game time. The lowest prices last minute deals best prices guaranteed over at game time march madness is right around the corner if you want to win your office pool you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast 
Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And we're here with Alex Sirocco on Locked On Sooners, joining us weekly to break down the college softball season. And Alex, one thing we didn't really get to yet is just how did you and the team manage the expectations of being the national title favorite? And then when that streak started to build and build and build and approach a new record, you know, how did y'all manage that? Because Oklahoma goes into this season still riding that 53 game winning streak, still the overwhelming national title favorite. And that's going to be a big question for how they succeed this year is being able to manage those expectations. Yeah, I guess um, expectations can for sure get to you. But I feel like when you see the team really buy into each other, like from experience, we really didn't pay attention to our record, the record of um, uh, I mean, not losing. And honestly, like I didn't, really think about it until like I saw it on our ring and it said 53 straight and I was like 53 games straight like that's what we did like that's crazy and that's a year later like even after we won like I guess I just really didn't take into effect like how crazy it all is um because we were never focused on it we were never hey guys, today's number 49, or hey guys, today's number 30. Like it was never a topic in the locker room. It was never a topic in pre or post game talks. Um, So I feel like when you see like interviews of Coach Gasso or players post game and they're like, and and people are asking them about the streak and it's like, oh, that's what it's at. Like that's a real reaction because like it was never like a topic. And I feel like when you're able to not focus on it, I, I wouldn't say like not care, but when it's not a headline in your mind, I think it makes it a lot better because you're relying on the girls next to you in the dugout and on the field. And I feel like that's why that's what also makes OU so special is we just rely on each other. And a really big motto that came up last year was 20 versus everybody and 20 versus all. Um, and you see this year's team really buying into that with 21 versus everybody. And like, I love that. And I think that's what, really keeps the locker room in that bubble and they keep their heads um, on their shoulders and, you know, staying within themselves instead of trying too much. And I think that's where um, a lot of other teams or my former self got into um, kind of slumps in, in a way of you, you make the moment bigger than what it is, but when you prepare and whether that's uh, film scout, whether that's practice and, and in those moments, they don't seem bigger than what they are when you, when you actually are in that moment. So um, that's another really, really big thing. Well, we obviously want to talk about the Sooners in 24, but just one more on winning the national championship and being a part of a magical run from last year, a couple of favorite moments. Is there one moment that stands out? What was the, most fun, most memorable moment for you last year? I mean, honestly, the dog pile. It it just, it's everything that I like ever dreamed of. Like I remember just growing up and watching the world series when it was finally on TV and my parents letting me stay up late and actually watching it. Cause there are some really good games back then. Um, 
And so like you watch the celebration, you watch the dog pile, the moment that everyone runs out of the dugout and meets in the pitcher circle. And, and it's like, it's, it's, it was everything that I ever imagined. And like, it felt like everything that I had worked for in my life and my career, like I'd finally checked off every, every box. Um, So I think like having that satisfaction and the the celebration um, of it all was honestly the best way that I could ever cap off my career. Um, And so it was, it was, um, I don't get emotional a ton, but like when, when I really dive into that moment, I think it really, really gets to me. So. Yeah. I think probably my favorite moment from that was just the, the view of Patty Gasso just kind of ducking her head and you can tell just overwhelmed with emotion. She's done it all in the sport and yet still is able to just be in the moment and, and enjoy and, and take all of the emotional, you know, roller coaster that, that it was and just be in that moment. Like you talked about, you know, living moment to moment, playing moment to moment. She was in the moment. It, it was never like a, I've, I've done this before. I've won five of these before. It's, it's no big deal. No, it's still a really, really big deal. And it's just really cool to, to see just the, the legend that is Patty Gasso still be able to enjoy those moments. So as we look at 2024, you know, every team is going to be a little bit different. You know, the, the 2023 team was a little bit different from 2022 because no Jocelyn Allo. The 2024 right. team is going to be a little <laughs> bit different from 2023. Uh, no Grace Lyons, no Haley Lee, no Jordy Ball. So let's look at the lineup because it's still pretty well loaded with some impressive bats. And then you got some really impressive freshmen coming in and adding to this thing as well. We know Tiara Jennings is moving over to shortstop. So give us your take. What's the lineup look like in your eyes as a pitcher? You're, you're looking at it from top to bottom. Do you think it's just as stacked as it's ever been? I think what's so exciting is that there's so many combinations that coach could use. Like I would be like kind of overwhelmed because there's not a whole lot of like sure places. Obviously you have your core, you have, you're going to have Hanson behind the plate. You're going to have Jada in center field. You're going to have Alyssa Brito at third, but also Alyssa could move over to shore if needed. Um, Like there's so many different combinations that like, I truthfully wouldn't want to be the one to put that together. Um, But I think I heard something about last season, even that I don't think OU repeated a like batting order because there was so many changes or um, there was something along those lines for a while that we hadn't repeated a batting order, which is kind of crazy too, because I feel like that's also a part of like softball. Um, you kind of get locked into that rhythm and, 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 um, and what you do in a game because you know when this is going to happen. But like truly, like we didn't know the lineup before and I feel like no one's really going to expect it. Um, even with the uh, the presser that I saw from coach this week, um, she finally kind of said that uh, Tiara was going to be at short. And honestly, like we kind of got a look at it last year when Grace Lyons was out for a little bit. Um, and so I think that's kind of exciting too, that there is experience in that moment where Grace had to be out. And so when it's not a complete foreign subject, I think that's um, super fun. But I also know that there's so many girls that are able to step up when that moment comes. So I'm excited to see the different kind of combinations she talks about. Um, The freshmen, I'm really excited to play. Um, I was able to catch a couple um, in-person innings of the battle series this fall. And um, it's hard to go back to sometimes, but it's also so fun to see the new faces really grow into what Oklahoma softball embodies. And that's like that energy that we play with the, the type of just kind of 
like furious, like kind of players on the field. Like I feel like no one truly ever really embodies that until you watch Oklahoma softball, which it makes it so fun. Um, so it's fun to see like how new faces and, and, and transfers and freshmen like really grow into that because we're able to see that now with ESPN um, promoting the battle series, which is so cool. Um, but it's so fun to like look back and see like how much they've grown by the end of the year. And I think coach and the staff does a really, really good job at putting people in those situations so that when it comes time, like they've already been in it, like there's no nerves, there's no worry. So I think that's really exciting. Leadership, right? Obviously so important to championship runs and maintaining them. They've got a big time, well, a number of big time leaders back, but K-9, one of them, right? First of all, what is K-9 like? Kinsey Hanson, what is she like? And how important is that puzzle piece for Oklahoma coming back? Right. Um, I mean, I've had the benefit of her becoming one of my best friends. And so um, we've had a, always a special bond Um and that's not something I was really expecting when I transferred to OU. Um, but she is such a person that is a workhorse um, and a type of player that every coach would want on their team. Um, and when you have that that leader and that that um, sportsmanship and in someone, and especially if they're behind the plate, I think that's um, any kind of leadership that you'd want on the field. And her and Tiari are co-captains this year. And really excited about that because they each bring something new to the table. Um, Hanson, she's just, she's just so like, like, I love that her nickname's canine. Cause like, she's like, she's got that dog in her. Like she, she like really embodies all of that. And she just loves to be like part of that. And she really embodies that in every way that she plays. I mean, it's kind of gross, but she does lick her batting gloves before she goes up to the plate. Um, and that's, I don't know if that's a pitcher in me or just like a person in me, but I mean, she just walks up to the plate with like that mean stare that I, I've seen in practice. And I'm like, yeah, that would suck if I have to actually pitch against them. Um, so I think it's, she just brings a lot of fire and a lot of just like trust. Um, and that's someone you want to have behind the plate, especially for the amount of pitchers that we have this year, but also just like around the field and having that leader on the field, um, really captaining everyone one through 21. Yeah, she's a big part of the battery. She she's a great uh, kind of leader on the field and helping you know, keep pitchers under control, even when you know things might not be going well. Uh, but then also had a resurgent year at the plate, just absolutely huge season for, and is going to be expected to have another big year this year. Let's turn the page and let's look at the pitchers. We got to have we got Alex here, so we got to talk about this big pitching staff that Patty Gasso says can go six deep. Let's talk about it next here on Locked On Sooners. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate. That's from America's number one sports book. If you're like us, you're ready. Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 58. It is rapidly approaching and you're ready to score the best seat and grab your favorite snacks and place those super bets. This is just me, but uh, I sort of like maybe a parlay of anytime touchdown scores between uh, Christian McCaffrey at minus 230, Isaiah Pacheco of minus 130, or just individually like those two. I think each of the backs are scoring in this, this game respectively here in Super Bowl 58. But there's so many options that you could pick from. FanDuel, they've got a number of ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. $200 in bonus bets if your first 
bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So the Oklahoma Sooners are bringing back some pretty impressive pitching talents. Nicole May, Kirsten Deal, S.J. Guerin. Uh, they've added Peyton Monticelli. They added Kelly Maxwell. They added Carly Keeney. So this is a pretty deep staff. It, first off, is this the deepest staff that you've maybe even seen across the country? You might see three arms that you feel really good about going into the season with. And But Patty Gasso is saying she's got six viable you know, pitchers. Uh, what does that do for a staff to be able to have that many arms to go to throughout the season? I mean, I thought we were kind of stacked last year with four. So to be able to come back and be like, like, just wait, there's six. I think that's so cool. I mean, mind blowing for sure. Um, I'm really excited to see how Coach Rocha and Coach Gasso really combo all of them. I think with this, there's being so many options. You don't see a lot of that, you know, full seven innings, uh, complete games anymore. Um, And I think we kind of started to go to that last year, even with four. So I think we can be a lot more strategic with how you're throwing your pitchers within matchups, um, which I think is really exciting. And I think also, though, too, it's it's hard on a pitcher when I feel like your entire life you've been the best at what you're 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 at. And so you're going the full seven once, maybe twice a weekend, a day. So I feel like as a pitcher, too, you have to adjust and also trust your other pitchers um, when it comes to those moments of matchups or um certain teams that you're playing because of maybe they're a righty lefty um matchups and stuff so i think um i don't know i'm just really excited because there's so many different options i mean nicole may is been just a lockdown kind of person on the mound she shows no emotion on the mound which i can't believe sometimes because then you see videos her of her in the dugout and me and her are dancing in the dugout so it's she's she just locks in in a different type of way on the mound and that's really exciting to watch um and it's just been such a core piece in so many moments of you know the era that ou softball is in which i think is so cool and i think she's so underrated in that moment um I think Kirsten Deal, she's going to have a lot of breakout moments this year. Um, we got a couple flashes of them in, later in the season last year, and and she just she just really has to buy into that. And I'm I'm excited because I feel like in the off season that I've seen her, like she's really grown up in in her role and in her place um, with that stuff. And now, once you have a season under your belt of learning how OU operates, I feel like it just um, really just puts you to the next level. Um, you have SJ. She really, really showed out this this fall, and I was just so excited for her and one of her biggest fans. Um, she was given like those fist pumps and stuff, and she kind of came in super quiet. So just to see her blossom on the field and off the field was really cool to see too. Especially, I feel like uh, me being the older one on staff last year, I was kind of part of like helping the freshmen really get acclimated just college softball. Um, in the way that in the animal that it is so just those two are kind of like my babies i feel like so i'm really excited for katie and sj um but then like just the added arms from the portal i mean kelly maxwell a lefty that i mean everyone is used to because of how good she was at oklahoma state but like that kind of brings back that lefty kind of power that 
Coach Gasso and OU is really known for um, in names of like Paige Parker and Paige Lowry. So um, I'm really excited for her and just um, to see how she just blossoms from learning from Coach Rocha um, and see how like really effective she can be this year for the staff and really be one that's like Nicole May has a lot of experience and really can, if needed, put the team on her back. And I think that's really exciting from her and it really kind of compliments Nicole May um, really, really well. And then you have another season vet within Carly Keeney and I, I'm excited for her too. She kind of had a little injury setback, but I think um, that just kind of proves a little chip on her shoulder. She's going to have a lot to prove this season and I'm excited for her. She really kept us last year, Mark Campbell in a, in a, in a gritty game. So I'm excited to see what she can do for the Oklahoma uniform. So I'm excited for her. And then you have the fireball thrower, Peyton Monticelli, and I'm excited to see her, her throw and grow. Um, especially coming from the Big Ten. Um, we kind of bonded in, in that um, a little bit. I chatted with her in the fall, but just because it's it's a different game, it's a different media standpoint, it's a different role for sure. Um, so I'm excited to see how she grows as well, um, just from like controlling her pitches and buying into that, that um, like scout, like we talked about, I think she's going to be a big role player as well. So I'm excited for the staff. Like I said, that there's so many different combos that they can go with. Like, I mean, they can pull the Texas tech of throwing a pitcher every two innings, which is cool and fun now that we can have that our own kind of weapon in that way. Um, so I'm just excited to see how the staff grows. Obviously my, my heart is in the bullpen. So um, I'm rooting for them always. So you're the perfect person to talk more at length about this. And John and I were discussing it the other day. What what you said resonated with me because we were already talking about it and thinking about it. Kelly Maxwell, Carly Keeney. I mean, here's a couple of arms like you that they're the top arm, right? They're used to throwing all these innings. Every situation, it falls on me. So that has to be, as you mentioned, an adjustment all of a sudden that now it doesn't all have to fall right at your doorstep. What was that adjustment like for you? And what were, as the season went along, what were the positives? What were the negatives for you in that regard? Yeah, I think it's a physical adjustment as well as a mental adjustment. Physical, just because like I was shocked at how fresh I felt later in the season, um, which I feel like isn't obvious, but also just being able to um, buy into the smaller details that maybe you can't worry about when you are taking on loads of innings um, and really just want to achieve the main objective. Um, so I think that that is sometimes frustrating because it's like, okay, I never had to worry about this. Why, do, why am I worrying about it now? Um, but also you like, what's exciting too, is you're able to figure out those little details that you never had the time to do before. Um, so really just, you ha you're really good at your craft at that point, but really perfecting it is where you get into it. Um, and then just being able to like have fun and fall in love with the game because you're able to do that. You're able to trust the pitcher that's in, you're able to trust the next one in, and then you're waiting for your turn. And I think that makes it like all the more exciting when you're in the game is because you're like, okay, like my girl's got me, like I'm the next one up and I'm going to do my role. And I think when a pitcher is able to buy into that, especially with this staff of six, I, I think that really also helps with just being able to combo pitchers and, and know the difference and know that it's all a strategic way of really just adding on to the wins of like just how good it all can really be. All right, so real quick before we get out, get you out of here for this week, uh, 
who do you think is going to be the biggest threat to Oklahoma's national title run? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this, they have a couple early tests, um, especially this weekend with Duke and Washington, Duke reloading the most from last year. Washington graduated a lot. Um, but I feel like there's a couple down the road. I mean, Texas had, um, had returns a experienced younger um, team. And so I think that can be an exciting um, series, but um, as well as there's a couple games at the Mary Nutter I'm excited for. Um, I'll also be in attendance to the Mary Nutter, but I feel like the big 12 can be kind of gritty this year. So I'm excited for that. Um, and I'm just, I, I, I saw the schedule and I saw Baylor first game hall of fame. I'm kind of pumped for that one too, because Baylor obviously was gritty last year. Um, so they, they return an, an experienced uh, kind of lineup and pitcher um, in Orm. So I'm just, there's just so many aspects of it all. And I think obviously the difference of having maybe a more higher strength of schedule from last year and people kind of reflect on that a lot for this year. But I think when you're able to season your entire roster from the jump makes you 10 times better down the road. And, and coach is always looking to be better down the road. Um, so I feel like that is what they're really going to buy into. But I'm kind of this weekend, I'm excited for the Duke matchup. That's my circled game for the weekend. So it's going to yeah. be a fantastic weekend down in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, uh, for the opening weekend of softball. We'll recap it all next week with Alex Tarocco here on Locked On Sooners. Make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. Also hit that notification bell to let you know when new episodes drop. Follow Alex on Twitter at Alex Tarocco. Also go check out her merch store, alextarocco.com as well. Follow Josh on Twitter at Josh on Ref. Myself at John Nine Williams. But until next time. We're going to say boomer and everybody says sooner. There it is.